fight for, for the greatest country that this world has ever seen. All right, what up, what up, what up? What's going on, everybody? Um, we have a very interesting and special show for you today. We have the founder and CEO of Getter, Jason Miller, coming on to talk to us in just a little bit about big tech, censorship, free speech, and all the above. Um, I'm excited about it because I have said multiple times on the campaign trail, I've said so many times in the books that I've written, and so many times here on our show, that I truly believe that big tech is uh, the greatest internal threat that we are facing mm -hmm. because big tech now has the ability to decide what is reality, what is real, and what is not. Yeah. And I've said it a lot, and, I've, and I'll say it again. Uh, if there's a hill to die on in America, for me, it's two. It's the freedom to question and the freedom to choose. Those... Period. The end. The freedom to question, the freedom to choose. I believe that encompasses everything. Yeah. Uh, you have the freedom to ask questions and the freedoms to choose uh, if you want to have a gun or not. Choose what religion you want to live. Uh, choose how you want to live your life with your family and your children. Um, and 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 we're we're at that point. And and there's some very scary things going on. And you'll hear in this interview, Jason Miller's got some far more knowledgeable things about the back end of social media and, and, and all that stuff that happens. And I'm super grateful for his time, uh, for coming on the show. And, uh, yeah, it's about a 30 minute conversation and I really think you guys are going to enjoy it. Uh, so up next is the CEO and founder of getter Jason Miller. But before we do that, let's get into our title sponsor. All right. Again, we got to talk. We can't talk enough about our title sponsor good ranchers you guys have sent me so many messages because you've already received the amazing just beef and chicken from these guys okay so thank you for that first of all um i implore you to support this business because when facebook tried to shut us down good ranchers stood up and said, you know what, we're going to support your podcast because we believe in what you're doing because we support patriots and we support America. So you need to go to goodranchers.com slash Graham right now. All right. So let's read the little thing here. Here we go. When's the last time you think that you had American meat? Chances are it's been way too long. Did you know that over 80% of the grass fed beef sold in the U.S. is imported from over Seas, you're eating China meat. That's right. I said it. China meat. You are betraying America. The end. My friends at Good Ranchers have traveled the country on a mission to help the American family. How? By working together with local farms and ranches and shipping straight to your door. GoodRanchers.com is a safe and convenient way to order your meat. They save your family money and help the American farmer. GoodRanchers.com delivers American craft beef, beef and better than organic chicken. They have T-bones, fillets, strips, gourmet burgers, and more, and at half the price of other online competition. That's right, half the price already. Don't bring mystery China meat into your home. Be the hero your family needs by ordering Good Ranchers today. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham to buy now, or subscribe today and save 20% on each box of mouth watering meats subscribing brings the cost down to less than five dollars a meal 
So if you subscribe, it's already 50% cheaper. You get another 20% off. Plus, right now, get an additional $20 off and free express shipping. Guys, they're giving it away. Everyone's like, oh, I'd do the subscription box if it wasn't for the shipping rates. Well, forget about it. Forget about it. Use the code Graham, and there's no more uh, shipping rates. If you go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham and use the code Graham at checkout, that's $20 off and free express shipping at GoodRanchers.com slash Graham. Know where your meat comes from. Support companies that support America and the American farmers. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham, promo code Graham. All right, and without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Jason Miller, sir, thank you so much for being here. Uh, love Getter, love the platform, and uh, you just released a memo out of the FEC's rulings on Twitter over the whole Hunter Biden laptop fiasco, which we all know interfered with the 2020 election 100%. Uh, what are your thoughts right off the bat? There's a lot that I want to talk to you about. I know we've only got you for a short time, but but you just released that out. Uh, what well, what are your thoughts about the FEC's ruling there? Yeah, well, I'm fired up, and this shows where the deep state definitely wants to work against conservatives, work against folks like President Trump, uh, and they want to go inside with big tech. I mean, what we saw, just to be clear, Graham, was we had the Hunter Biden laptop, and then the uh, Twitter uh, decided to put a complete ban on anybody talking about it. Even though right. it was reported in the New York Post, it was publicly out there. Twitter said, nope, we're not going to allow anyone to see it. And after the election, there was a poll done by Media Research Center. One out of every six Biden voters would have either voted a different way or considered voting a different way if they knew about that Biden family uh, grift and corruption uh, the half century of Frank and James making money off selling access. Of course, where's Hunter and his trip on Air Force Two and uh, Burisma and all the other things. And this was all verified it's public knowledge. And in fact, even the fake news, Amazon, Washington Post just backtracked and said, oh, actually, the laptop story was real after they had been sticking a label on anyone who dared to say uh, that Hunter Biden maybe was dabbling in some uh, extracurricular uh, foreign dealings. Yeah. So so it's crazy to me. And now that I'm actually in the political world running uh, my, myself, what a lot of Americans don't realize, see, to us, it, it's like insanity. Like, how can people not find this to be a big deal? But but a stat that you just said there, uh, how so many Americans would have voted differently had they just heard about it. What most people don't realize, even in a presidential election, the majority of voters don't even really have any clue what's going on until about 45 to 60 days out uh, from the election in the first place, especially in your congressional races, et cetera. So that's why them censoring that report is actually such a big deal because there were so many Americans that legitimately didn't know about it, which is crazy for us to think about because this is the world that we're in. But that is why it's so terrifying what is going on with big tech. And, and that's why I love what you guys are doing. Uh, I'd love to give you an opportunity, sir, to talk about Getter a little bit. Um, a lot of people um, really got hurt with, 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 or not hurt, dismayed uh, with Parler and everything that happened with Parler and, and all the above. What separates Getter from Parler? What, 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 what keeps Getter from not having the same thing happen to them 
to you guys that happened to parlor, uh, you know, in your own words, uh, for Americans that were just so disheartened with the whole parlor incident, how is Getter different? Well, two things. One, we do have a robust and proactive moderation policy uh, that's in place. That's something that Parler did not have at the time where they were deplatformed. And what that means is we work with both an AI component and with human moderators to make sure that there's no illegal activity. You don't have Kathy Griffin uh, holding the uh, the headless uh, decapitated President Trump. You don't have, right. uh, say, uh, some of Hunter Biden's more explicit uh, pornographic videos, <laughs> right. that type of thing that's on there. Uh, which I think, uh, and that's obviously you can't do things like, you know, racial epithets or religious epithets, but that way we can always protect political free speech. And I don't think that most people when they're thinking of free speech or political free speech are like, oh, I need to go and show uh, a, a ISIS picture of a beheading. What they want to say is I want to talk about the election. I want to talk what's going on with voter fraud. I want to talk about what's going on with COVID. I want to talk about how the government is saying one thing when science is showing another they want to be able to express themselves. They want to take on cancel culture. Right. They want to be able to say, if they want to watch Sharon Osbourne and Roseanne Barr uh, to their heart's content, then they don't think that uh, that they should be deplatformed or censored. What we've seen from Twitter and Facebook is you have essentially this digital jail that you get put in, or even sometimes worse. Uh, and, uh, you know, Graham, I'm sure you've probably <laughs> even gotten some of this. They throw the label up. Facebook does this. Instagram does this. Twitter would do this with President Trump when he was still on the platform yep. saying, warning, what you see here might not be accurate. Or if you want the real information about COVID, go to here. And people are sick and tired of these big tech oligarchs telling them what they can and can't think. Yeah, uh, sir, I, I wonder what your thoughts are with this. Um, and, and, I, you know, the irony is not lost on us that we are where we are today because of big tech and social media, et cetera. Um, but I, especially on the campaign trail, I talk about this a lot because like I said, a lot of Americans, because we're in this political world every day, it sometimes gets lost on us that the everyday American doesn't exactly know what we're talking about all the time. I say on the campaign trail a lot, and, and I truly believe it. Even in my books, I talk about it. I believe that big tech is the single greatest internal threat that we're facing in America right now. And, and a lot of that, you know, a lot of people could argue, well, no, you know, it's the Democrats in office or the left or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But they're being fueled and powered by big tech. Like they're allowed to say whatever they want to say. And conservatives are not. Um, I'm curious. One, I'm curious your thoughts on that. Do, do, do you believe that as well with me and it's okay if you don't uh but two um how do we fight um so many people that i speak to on a day-to-day -day basis they want to be able to have these conversations and they want to be able to challenge authority because that's the only reason the first amendment was written in the first place was to protect the people that say the things that you don't agree with like everybody can agree you know we shouldn't beat children you know what i'm saying like okay that's not really a contested speech. You know, there's nobody out there going, yeah, you know, we should, we, we should do that. Nobody's saying that the first amendment was written to protect the people to go, well, you know, uh, why, why are these doctors saying this about COVID, but we're only allowed to listen to Dr. Fauci about COVID well, on, on the internet. Why is that? Do you think that big tech is, is a gigantic threat against the American way of life right now? 
Absolutely. And, you know, much of my first 20, 25 years in the professional workforce, uh, particularly in politics, I, I thought that the Democrats ran everything. They were in charge of the media. They were in charge of uh, the big businesses and the companies. And what I found out at a certain point was that most of the national Democrats aren't quite smart enough to actually go and run anything. True. Um, and so so that's I, I knew they weren't the, the the mad geniuses. When you talk about big tech, uh, they truly do control everything. They control media. They control the Democrats uh, and they control what we see, what we don't see. Um, the way that uh, even take a look at Facebook coming out and saying that they, well, they didn't come out and say it, the information leaked out, uh, but the fact that they have different standards for how they moderate content. Absolutely. Now, at, Get, at Getter, we have one policy uh, as far as, uh, and one policy uh, applies to everybody. Here's why the Facebook policy of having kind of a, a whitelist, uh, so to speak, here's why uh, that gets dangerous. Because if, if they're willing to be subjective when it comes to moderating content, I mean, uh, ostensibly, Everyone at Facebook is say um, uh, uh, supports accusers uh, and opposes uh, revenge porn, for example. Well, right. there's a prominent example that the Wa uh, Wall Street Journal maps out where there's an uh, international soccer player uh, who posted uh, some revenge porn. It was up there for 24 hours, and they left it up because he happened to have a big account. But if Facebook's willing to be subjective with what they enforce and don't enforce, it's not that much of a leap to then say, well, you know what? We don't really need this one President Trump guy on our platform. Or, uh, you know what? We don't really need to let people read about this Hunter Biden laptop story. So once they start going down that path, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. So um, for the for, for the listeners here and for the viewers, um, when, when you say that one thing that differs differentiates Getter's platform from when Parler was there is you have the moderations in place and you do have you do have certain things that are not allowed, hate speech, et cetera, and things like that. Moderation is a word right now that's got a lot of people, uh, things. When you guys say moderation, you're not talking about censoring people's different, uh, differentiating opinions. You're talking about you have a very set, specific list of things that are not allowed on the platform, and uh, and that's it, Correct. Yeah. And so to let folks know, there is somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 40, 45 categories. I'm getting a little bit more granular, but I think it's important that your audience realize. So, for example, uh, we had this debate when we were talking through uh, with Afghanistan, uh, with the carnage that we saw and where yeah. we drew the line as we said, look, the actual act, for example, the actual act of killing somebody, uh, whether it's a, a knife to the throat or whether it's, uh, you know, one of those terrible um, uh, ISIS videos or something like that. That's not something that we would allow. But obviously, when we're talking about the here's the the carnage and the destruction after the fact of showing here's what the impact of radical Islamism uh, is having on our armed forces and innocent people from Afghanistan, uh, then we could show it. Right. Um, and as we go through, obviously, it's not just even images, then it's maybe text in images. That's a way that a lot of kind of the, the ISIS type folks like to try to sneak things through. They put certain language in images. We want to make sure that your free speech rights go all the way up until they would potentially infringe on someone else's. So if it's illegal activity, right. obviously you can't have illegal activity or like I said, racial or religious epithets. That's something that's uh, that's not allowed on the platform. But your political beliefs what you want to talk about in your life, what you want to talk about, what you see going on in society and around the world, you're never going to get put on digital timeout or digital jail simply for expressing your beliefs. And there, there's a big difference uh, between that and, say, 
uh, having no moderation policy to where anyone could come in. Because so, for example, if you uh, look, there are some some sick people out there try to put some pretty gross images or even images of, say, underage uh, people. If you just simply say the community will police that. Uh, look, uh, I, I'm not going to leave it to chance that uh, even for one minute that there might be some aspect of uh, underage people, uh, images that are up that shouldn't. And so um, we go through and, and certain things obviously would get blocked if it's, uh, you know, some kind of radical, um, uh, illegal type thing like that. The other things we do have uh, folks who do go through and make sure that uh, if something is flagged that we that we don't overreact uh, that we go through and make sure, you know, there might be some nuance or the context or maybe you're repeating a statement that a politician made. And so it made sense that uh, the, a word is being used. Uh, but it's something that we're going to continue to evolve. Right. We continue to get better on. And we're not going to get it right 100 percent of the time. Uh, but I think we get pretty close to the pin most of the time. Well, the, well, there is no getting it right 100 percent of the time. And, and, and what I think is the biggest problem with big tech now is we are at a point in America where we are not even allowed to ask questions. And, and, and that's the biggest issue to me. Uh, so to, 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 for the audience to understand if getter had been around during the 2020 election, I could go on getter and I could write, uh, I went to bed and Donald Trump was winning this race. Uh, in the middle of the night, Joe Biden defied Benford's law of mathematics, and now all of a sudden Joe Biden won. I could say that on Getter, but Facebook would deem me spreading false information, uh, lying, and they would ding my account and threaten to delete me. So Getter fully promotes people's ability to ask questions, correct? Absolutely. And to challenge the science. I mean, uh, it's not quite as radical as uh, the uh, um, scientists saying that the earth is flat and then we find out that the earth actually isn't flat. Uh, But let's look back to the earlier part of last year when uh, uh, his Lord and Savior, Dr. Anthony Fauci, first said that COVID wasn't going to be a big deal. And you didn't need to wear masks. Then you wear one mask. Then you need two masks. Then you wear the whole box of masks. And now it's back to just one mask. Very serious question. Why is Dr. Fauci not saying you need multiple masks anymore? Why, when you get on a train or a plane, do you only wear one mask but not two? Even take a look at, there's this big push for people to get the vaccine, which I'm vaccinated. I tell people to get uh, vaccinated. People have their own choice, their own decision on on what they're going to go and do. But here's a serious point. Why are we referring to it as get the vaccine? Because it's established uh, at this point that is not a cure-all, that it's just maybe the first vaccine. And so is uh, the the push from, say, Fauci and Biden to say, get the first of many, uh, because it's certainly not the only one. I'm old enough to remember when they said you get the jab, you're never going to have to worry about it ever again. Now we have all these different variants and things yeah. that are popping up. I think we have to challenge. Um, uh, we have to challenge science. Uh, we have to make sure that science is getting it right and that there aren't unintended consequences. Uh, and so that's why I think that as soon as we, we become sheep, uh, look, somewhere George Orwell and Ray Bradbury and Isaac Asimov are rolling over their grade, be like oh, in their graves saying that, wow, you suckers have, have so bought in that you're all going to get uh, a shot every uh, every few months and uh, you don't even know why you're getting it. Yep. So I think that's very interesting. And this isn't about Getter specifically, but me and you, we've met in person. We've had close communication with each other. Uh, you're a vaccinated individual. I am an unvaccinated individual. Uh, I've had COVID. 
uh, I have natural immunity to COVID. Um, we've never been anti-vax on this show. Uh, we are anti-government mandates of any kind on this show. If you want to get the vaccine, if you and your doctor or your family, you decide you want that, good. Go get it. Yeah, you're an American. You can go do that. I am betting on my natural immunity because what what kills me is that of all these press conferences that we have, no one ever speaks about that ever. They, they never talk yep. about natural immunity ever. Um, but going back to the point, me and you, we've interacted. We've shook hands. Uh, I believe we even gave each other a hug when we saw each other in Florida. Um, I didn't get you sick. You didn't get me sick. It's amazing how people can interact in daily lives and the world keeps on spinning. But but according to the media and the way that big tech is designed right now, uh, that's all they want to do is spread lies and fears. And anything that is put, any person who has had an adverse reaction or any person who wants to talk about natural immunity data or anything like that, they actually want to show the Bloomberg report of the studies from Israel, the most highly vaccinated country, but it's having the hugest spikes where only 1% of the infected in hospitals are um, uh, reinfections. You can't put that on social media right now. You can't even you can't even say, hey, this is an article from medical doctors who are saying this, but you can do that on Getter, correct? Yeah, and, and look, also, quite frankly, I think the media uh, treats uh, people who have not been vaccinated uh, in a different class if they're a Trump supporter or not. Correct. And so, for example, uh, last night, which was a, actually a, a thrilling Monday night football overtime game uh, between the, the Ravens and the, the Raiders, or anyone who's not uh, uh, totally banished the, uh, uh, the NFL uh, I'll, I'll still watch it. I know that'll get a couple folks mad at me. Um, <laughs> but I'm big, just a big football junkie. Lamar Jackson, quarterback of the Ravens. Yep. Not vaccinated. Not vaccinated. And uh, I don't recall hearing anywhere during the broadcast that he was not vaccinated. Right. Uh, that's that's uh, that's his right. There are certain um, COVID protocols that you go through in the NFL that they have. I know that just from reading the articles. Uh, but at no point were the the announcers mocking him or, or dissing him or saying that you know somehow he's uh, you know some uh, you know uh, treating him like he's a Trump supporter. If it were, for example, uh, you know someone who's a, a Trump supporter is unvaccinated and they would spend the entire broadcast saying, "Oh my gosh, this guy's a super spreader. How is he even on the field with other athletes? Yeah, this is dangerous. Why is he so reckless? He's going to ruin the entire franchise." Um, and it's uh, the media is just so obsessed with their Trump hatred. Um, in anyone, quite frankly, 75 million plus uh, who uh, who voted for President Trump that uh, they're willing to twist the truth. Yeah. If anything, I would say that it's flipped so that I, I want to say his name's Cole Billingsley, the wide receiver from the uh, Bills. Cole Beasley from the, yeah, Cole Beasley. Beasley, yeah. Beasley. That's it. From, from, from the Bills, they have like put him on blast and he's trended on Twitter and he's had to do news conferences and everything about how, you know, he's just not sure he wants to do it. But then on the flip side, a lot of people are saying that Mac Jones beat out Cam Newton because of Newton's unvaccinated status. And a lot of people are trying to hate on the New England Patriots for cutting Cam Newton because they believe it's because he's unvaccinated. And that's a bad thing because it's Cam Newton. It's just interesting across the board. So um, this just happened. And I know that I sent this over to your team and I'd love to get your thoughts on it because I believe it's the first of many to come. Uh, Candace Owens just reported on Twitter, ironically, that she was locked out of her Instagram account because Instagram went back to a, a tweet 
or or a a post she posted on November 9th, twenty twenty, and and I read what the post was. The post said this was on November 9th, that uh, the media is calling Joe Biden the president elect, where in fact because they hadn't called the race yet, he was not the president elect at the time. That's what the that's what the post was. Well, Instagram has now gone back almost a year and found a post that now obviously is is not real. You know, obviously he did become the president elect, et cetera. And they're saying that this was harmful uh, information. This was misleading information and locked her out of her Instagram account for it. Two questions. One, how can we be in a world like this where information is constantly changing. I don't remember a single news outlet, to include Fox and everybody else, that got dinged for the whole Jesse Smollett thing, right? Because when it first came out, everybody was talking about, oh, this horrible hate crime and da-da-da-da-da. Well, then it comes to find out that he made the whole thing up. Nobody got in trouble for that. Uh, So one, do you think that there's a bias there? And two, do you believe like me that this is just the first step in many conservatives uh, being purged uh, by information to come. Yeah, you know, to your your last point, I had this debate with somebody uh, last week where they said, by creating Getter, is your hope that you'll force some of the other social media companies uh, to get in line and realize market share is uh, diminishing, that they'll uh, realize, hey, we've, we've gone too far said they've already made their decision. They don't want President Trump or any of his people, or quite frankly, anyone who's a a populist conservative around the world, whether it's in uh, Brazil or the UK or Australia or Canada um, or Hungary, they don't want uh, anyone who's a a populist, anti-establishment type candidate anywhere. They've already made the decision that they want to get rid of uh, Trump supporters from their platform. And I think that they're going to just continue ratcheting that up. Uh, this goes right back to really our, our kind of our motto at Getter, uh, which is that we support free speech and we oppose cancel culture. I mean, the fact that we're doing these retroactive cancel cultures now um, is uh, is just so ridiculous. I mean, it, I know if I grew up with social media in middle school and high school and college, uh, you know, I'd, I'd probably be doing like, you know, hard prison labor, breaking rocks. <laughs> uh, you know, people would be like, oh, my God, you know, this guy said so many mean things. Yep. Uh, or heck, you know, at a certain point, they go back and even see what I've said about, you know, Jake Tapper, you know, they'll probably or, or Brian Stelter, which I, somebody just got put on timeout for uh, for blasting uh, Brian Stelter on on Twitter. Humpty Dumpty. God forbid. The human potato. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, he's, it's, uh, you know, such a beautiful potato he is. <laughs> Uh, Also, example of, you know, uh, you just see and you're like, there's no way he's 37. Uh, But that's uh, we'll we'll, we'll come back to the potato in a minute. Um, But I I think the retroactive uh, canceling of things is dangerous. That's one of the things that get her. uh, It doesn't matter what your history has been with other platforms. Uh, We're not going to go through. We're not going to pull a Jen Psaki uh, and say, hey, you've been kicked off of one platform. You should be kicked off of all of them. Uh, that's ridiculous because uh, we have a different standard. We support free speech. We oppose cancel culture. But this whole retroactive canceling is it's dangerous. All it's going to do is further push the society apart. Yeah. And again, this goes back to my statement of why I believe big tech is the single greatest internal threat that we are facing is because they have the ability to decide what is real and what is not. 
which is Bingo. the which is the scariest part to me because you can say something today and 10 months from now the data or the information can change etc and then they can go back and say well you are are a, a lie spreader you are a false information spreader and we've got to get rid of you that's a very dangerous thing especially for people that live in um for them to even be able to take certain contexts like there's a very viral uh thing of abraham lincoln that, that there's a very very viral um quote and it says something like America will never fall from within uh, or America will never fall from the outside. will fall from within or something like that. Well, now they won't even let you post that because they say that he actually didn't directly say that this is a summarization of a hour and a half long speech that he made. So we're not even allowed to summarize things anymore. So we can't even, we can't even say something as simple as it was an hour and a half speech made by the president but the summary of the speech was, you know, vaccinated, good, unvaccinated, bad. You know, like we can't even say those things anymore, which is the craziest part to me. Um, if you I know we've only got you for a few more minutes. If you have one, I want to encourage everybody to go get Getter. It's an amazing app. Uh, I'm on it. Uh, everybody that's everybody, uh, everybody that's anybody is on there. If you could offer any words of encouragement for Americans right now, because there's a lot of Americans in the realm of free speech. There's a lot of people that feel that the battle's already lost and, and, and that it's, and then it's, uh, you know, there's a scene from the Patriot where the flag is all torn up and Heath Ledger's like grabbing the flag to try to save it. And the, the dude looks at him and says, why are you even trying? Uh, you know, it's a lost cause. You know, it's a very powerful scene in the movie. I feel like right now we're there with a lot of Americans. A lot of Americans feel that way. Well, you know, it's kind of a lost cause. If you can have any words of, of advice or encouragement for Americans, uh, what, you know, the floor is yours. What, what, what do you want to say to America? I'm always going to bet on America. I'm always going to bet on the American people and patriots. Uh, in, in some of our toughest days where you're looking out, where we've just had really the first real-time on-TV loss um, with Afghanistan, with what Joe Biden did and allowing those 13 servicemen and women to to be killed like that, yep. you know, with his, his reckless and how many other uh, Afghanistan uh, uh, citizens are, are going to be uh, senselessly murdered because of what he's doing. The hyperinflation, China aggression, uh, uh, Iran's uh, poking their head up. No matter how tough things seem to get, America has always been resilient. It's always been driven by our people. It's been driven by our constitutional rights, by our God-given rights. And I would just encourage everyone, you still have your voice. A lot of people, I know this from not just anecdotally from the market research, have just quit using social media. They said once President Trump got kicked off, they didn't want to be on. I would encourage people, now you have a chance. Now you have a place where you're not going to be deplatformed or censored simply for speaking your political beliefs. I'm trying to make social media fun again, whether, whether it's at getter.com or the Apple App Store, or the Google Play Store, Getter, G-E-T-T-R. It's fun. Graham, you're on there. I'm on there. Uh, we have folks like Mike Pompeo and Sean Hannity and Mark Levin, uh, all sorts of uh, really great people. Gina Carano, Jorge Masvidal, Marsha Blackburn, Marjorie Taylor Greene. And I'm just getting started. And uh, we're going to have a couple other big announcements of people coming over the next few days. Uh, some pretty uh, exciting um, uh, former athletes, people in culture and entertainment, 
Uh, so it's uh, look, uh, th- I'm going to make it fun again. Um, I want to make sure that you have a place where you can always get your point out and where you're never going to be um, subjected to cancel culture. Awesome. Well, we, we, we support you, sir. We love what you guys are doing. Uh, you know, what's worse to be uninformed or to be misinformed. Uh, it's a, you know, they can make a parable out of that. I feel like, especially in today, but getter is fighting for the thing that needs to be fought for. And I tell everybody every day that everyone has to have a hill that they're willing to die on. In my opinion, there's two, the, the ability to question and the ability to choose. Those are the, are, are the freedom to question and the freedom to choose. Those are, those are my hills that, that, that I intend on uh, dying on if need be. So God bless you, sir. We appreciate everything you're doing. Everybody go to Getter, G-E-T-T-R, right now in the App Store. Uh, Jason Miller, thank you very much, sir, for everything you're doing, and thank you for your time today. We know you're super busy uh, when you're not getting detained in Brazil, uh, and we appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate your time today. All right. Thanks, Graham. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you, sir.